a poll that we did back in in May, and uh, you know we we lined up uh, at that point there were three uh, gubernatorial candidates for governor on the or, or obviously for governor, but on the Republican side uh, that had declared against Josh Stein, and so we lined up uh, you know head to head polling for those three, and it looked like at that point uh, that uh, Mark Robinson had a slight lead, a one about a one and a half percent. Uh, point lead over Josh Stein, the other two Republicans, uh, uh, current treasurer, uh, state treasurer Dale Falwell and former Congressman Mark Walker were lagging behind Josh Stein just a little bit. Uh, I'm not particularly surprised by that. Uh, uh, Robinson's had a lot more publicity over the past couple of years than the other two candidates and even more than Josh Stein has had. Uh, we released a poll today uh, where we didn't do head to head, but now we have five Republicans that are wanting to run against Josh Stein. Uh, and what struck me in that is that uh, you know, we didn't do head-to-heads, but we asked about name recognition and favorability. Uh, and that poll, if people want to see it, they can go to johnlocke, L-O-C-K-E dot org, and, and click on polls and see that. But, uh, you know, 47.5% of those polls said they'd never heard of Josh Stein. 42.7% said they'd never heard of Mark Walker. Uh, and from there, everybody else or, or had never heard of Mark Robinson, I'm sorry. Uh, but for all the other four uh, Republican candidates, which are Mark Walker, Dale Falwell, Andy Wells, Jesse Thomas, uh, the never heard of uh, category is up above 60 and 70 percent. And that shows you a lot about name recognition in the grand scheme of things is are, are the Republican candidates who are running behind Mark Walker, Mark Robinson now, at least compared to um, where Robinson stands, are there? Are they having the same problem that a lot of other Republicans are having in the presidential election right now who are not Donald Trump? In other words, the ones who are out there on the debate floor right, right now, or last night rather, is because of name recognition? Yes, that, that's right. It's, uh, you know, in the same way that Donald Trump sort of sucks all the oxygen out of the room in a primary race, uh, Mark Robinson uh, seems to be doing sort of the, the same thing. Uh, it's all that the press wants to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about or interview or do a profile on, you know, even the currently elected state treasurer, right? Uh, and that's not Dale Falwell's fault. It just happens to be what the press is covering. Uh, Robinson has also gotten a lot of national press coverage, speaking at CPAC, he's been on Fox News. Uh, in addition to that, he's also lined up a couple of endorsements, including the current uh, U.S. Senator Ted Budd. And so it's difficult for these candidates, and as they continue to add on to each other, uh, for them to get any sort of word in edgewise in this race. Of course, our primary is coming up in March, so it's, uh, you know, we're just eight months away from the North Carolina primary. They don't have much time to whittle that 60 and 70% down to very much. Donald Bryson is the president of the John Locke Foundation, joining us here on the WPTF Afternoon News. One other thing about the Civitas poll taken in May is that it revealed pessimism surrounding the direction of the company uh, the country rather reaching a new high. 77% said that America is on the wrong track. This comes at a time of record low unemployment for the Biden administration while they're in office. Why do you think people are still pessimistic? Well, I think there's several different things. And that number is fairly consistent. I think 77% is, is high, but we've been at, at above 70% for a while now. In fact, the poll that we released today, I believe, had 72% of likely North Carolina voters saying that we're uh, off on the wrong track of the country. And, and you're right in that in terms of how we measure unemployment is is very low. In fact, North Carolina has hit a record low on unemployment 
which is really good. But we've only in the past six or seven months uh, reached the uh, same workforce participation rate that we had pre-COVID. Uh, and on top of that, um, inflation has really hit people really hard over the past 18 months. And so while things seem good and everybody's employed and their, their neighbor is employed as well, and that's great, just the economy seems harder than it should be. I think there, there's definitely a negative perception on that. Uh, and so uh, you know, that tends to work against the party in power, which happens to be Democrats in the White House and, of course, having the majority in the U.S. Senate. And so we'll see how that plays out. But on the other hand, we're still a long way away from next year's elections and a lot of different things to change between now and then. Do you still feel that Mark Robinson is the best candidate, or maybe you don't feel that way, but the polls at least show him uh, because of name recognition, as we mentioned. Do you still think he's the best candidate for Republicans uh, to run against potentially Josh Stein? Well, I don't know. I don't know that we know that for sure. We know that he, he's probably the front runner right now. Polling definitely shows that. Now, if he's the best candidate, I, I'm not sure that we know. And of course, uh, I work for a nonpartisan organization. We just do the polling and give the information back. Uh, it definitely shows that he's leading right now. But the question is, uh, you know, can any of these other candidates get their get their voice out there? The you know, the qualitative question of you know who is the best candidate to be the next governor of North Carolina is really a question for the voters. The question is, uh, can can other people get their message out there and and try to even measure up to the messaging system? I guess. Uh, that Mark Robinson has. He's, he's definitely a very loud voice, and it's hard to get around that sometimes. Uh, but uh, I imagine things will start to tighten up as we get closer to the primary in March. Uh, a lot of eyes are going to be on North Carolina in the next year. We're all, you know, we're sort of the, the perennial swing state uh, when it comes to the U.S. Senate and presidential races. And again, uh, we'll probably have the most watched gubernatorial race in the country next year. So I would imagine that there will be some opportunities for people to get their voice out there with some state press along with national press. Uh, We may just not be seeing that just yet because it's so early in the cycle. It is, and uh, there'll be a lot to determine from this point forward, of course, with Mark Robinson and so many others. But it's interesting that so many of the people who are running against Mark Robinson have served in office for years longer than Mark Robinson, and yet their name recognition is not as strong as his. It, well, it, it is remarkable. You know, they, they've elected Josh, you know, these same voters elected Josh Stein to attorney general just three years ago, uh, and 46% of them say they've never heard of him. They've elected Dale Falwell twice mm-hmm. to state treasurer, and 77% say they've never heard of him. And so it's just, <laughs> for people that have been on the ballot statewide, that that's a remarkable uh, statistic. 